0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1177. Fast Twitch versus Slow Twitch. What kind of muscles do you want? By Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Hey there, happy Saturday and happy Diwali if you celebrate. And welcome back to another weekend edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health and fitness blogs on the web and always with my commentary at the end. I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so let's get right to today's post as we optimize your life. Fast Twitch versus Slow Twitch. What kind of muscles do you want? By Steve Cam of nerdfitness.com. All right, folks. This article is going to jump into the more scientific side of fitness, but it's still fascinating and something you should know. Ask yourself this question. Do you want to be able to run ridiculously fast for a short period of time, or do you want to be able to run for hours and hours without wearing down? Believe it or not, your muscles are composed of certain fibers that are already destined to be one or the other. However, With enough proper training, you can actually control how much of each type of fiber you have in that body of yours. What are these fibers? Type 1 fibers. Type 1 fibers are slow twitch fibers. They use oxygen to fire, and they take longer to get going, but they can go for a longer period of time without getting tired. The force per contraction on these muscle fibers is spread out over time. People who have trained for marathons and enjoy running long distances, not me, will have a higher percentage of type 1 fibers that are more efficient when compared to a sprinter or a couch potato. Type 2B fibers. Type 2B fibers are fast twitch fibers. These fire anaerobically, meaning without oxygen. They fire extremely quickly, but they get tired easily. Sprinters and most fast animals in nature like Cheetahs, lions, and deer will have more fast twitch fibers. Longer periods of rest, followed by ridiculous amounts of quick speed and energy. Folks loaded with type 2b fibers will tire more easily on long distance runs, but they can definitely beat your you know what off the line in a quick race. Because they supply such a great amount of force in such a short amount of time, these fibers are also used in weight training. Type 2a fibers. Think of these as fence riders, halfway between type 1 and type 2b. These are equal parts aerobic and anaerobic. Not great at long distances, not great at sprinting, but pretty good for either. They're the jack-of-all-trades muscle fiber, if you will. Those are your three different types of muscle fibers. You're born with these fibers in certain proportions, and they will affect how successful you are at either developing as a long-distance person or More of a sprinter. Most bodies have 50% of type 1 and 50% of type 2, both A and B. But many elite athletes, like world class marathon runners or Olympic sprinters, can have up to 80% of one or the other. Obviously, a sprinter with 80% fast twitch fibers will have a better chance of being fast than somebody with only 30% fast twitch fibers. Your muscle fiber composition is already built into your genetics. It's like picking a random race whenever you start playing a role-playing game. Initially, you already have certain strengths and weaknesses, stamina and strength versus intelligence and wisdom, etc. But by the end of the game, you've done enough leveling that you can erase those differences and mold your character into exactly what you want. The real world is no different. A study suggests that it's possible through training to adjust the levels of each of your types of muscle fibers. If your genetics say you should be a sprinter, but you really want to run marathons, enough training will make your muscles conform and function better with increased amounts of type 2 fibers. Of course, had you been born with 80% slow twitch muscles, your path to better marathons might be easier. But you can still get there. You just need to bust your you-know-what and work harder. Moral of the story. Your genetics might have you already set up to be better at one thing or the other but that doesn't mean you don't have a choice. Do what makes you happy. And with enough persistence and solid training, you can control how your muscles function. Personally, the thought of running really fast excites me more than running for a really long time. So that's how my training is directed. Plus, looking like a sprinter isn't a bad side effect. Thanks, Mr. Wizard. You just listened to the post titled Fast Twitch vs. Slow Twitch. Just go to Indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Steve's post is just another great example of how our genetics are not our destiny. Think about how amazing this is. I've talked about how we have some control over our metabolisms. When people tell me that they can't lose or gain weight because of their metabolisms, I explain how our activity levels can play a role. If you wanna increase your metabolism, meaning you wanna increase the amount of calories you burn all the time, build some muscle, perform some high-intensity interval training. These will help increase the amount of calories you burn, even when you're sleeping or watching TV. In his post, Steve talked about how we can change our muscle fiber types. That's pretty amazing. Our behaviors can change our genetics. Through our behaviors, we can change genetics in such a way to maximize the body's potential. To me, and hopefully to you, that sounds pretty cool. All right, that'll do it for the Saturday episode. I hope you have a great weekend and a happy Diwali if you celebrate and are listening in real time. I'll be back here tomorrow for our Sunday show as usual and where your optimal life awaits.